following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well, to the broken helmet. Let's rock. A hot mess inside a dumpster fire, inside a train wreck. Words to used to describe the first presidential debate. Also, words you could use to describe some of this NFL season here. I mean, whoa. Jets, Broncos, Giants, all 0-3. Who else am I forgetting? The Falcons. Ugh. God, how bad can you screw up leads? Just ask those guys. Just ask them. Vikings 0-3. Texans 0-3. One bonus out of COVID football is, for whatever reason, if you haven't noticed, the referees have been eating their whistle this year. And there has been, like, no holding calls whatsoever, which has been phenomenal. Helped out with the scoring a little bit. And then you have the injuries, which continue to pile up. Ah, so be it. How's your week been so far, Chris, with Thursday night bearing down on us? So far, so good. I, I would be more excited if uh, there weren't so many injuries, like you just said. Yeah, Lazard, newest edition that I just saw. Oh, Calvin Ridley, the newest edition. Oh, I didn't see Ridley. Ridley's got Ridley got uh, thrown on the injured list recently. Yeah, yeah, he missed practice today. Oh, fantastic, Lazard. I just saw was a core injury, and they were under the impression he was going to be missing time, possible surgery. Yep, which stinks. Yep, and, because and he's a big the, fantasy addition for Etoile. That, the same day that Parsons texts about Calvin Ridley. He cursed me, and now Calvin Ridley's on the uh, injury report with an ankle injury. Yes, that's right. Talking about our personal fantasy football league, there was compliments to my brother, who was very proud of the fact that he picked and called Calvin Ridley to have a phenomenal year, only to find today that he's going to be on the injured list. Every single week, it's somebody else. It's just crazy. But whatever. That is what it is. So uh, your Raiders go up. I, I know we weren't. I said last week we were not going to spend a huge amount of time on your Raiders, even after they got their win. But I'll give it to a, a little bit because they did go up to New England and facing a solid New England Patriot team and then took one right on that chin. Yeah, they suck. Like you said, they're always there to build you up, only to break you down. Oh, yeah. 100%. So that's what, you that's what they do every time. Right on the money with that one. Uh, your bets, we'll get to that later. They were a whiffaroo, as were mine. Nothing happening on that front. It really was a, a rough week. But we've got a full new slate of games to look at this week. If you were a 3 and 0 team, which one would you be happiest to be right now? 3 and 0? 3 and 0, yeah. 
Throw out the 0 and 3 uh, teams. They all are terrible. I guess the best, uh, the most comfortable I would feel is if I was the Packers. Really? Over the over the Chiefs? Well, the Packers are are like their division just seems terrible this year. You know, like the lines are are not good. The Bears are not good and the Vikings are not good. So if I was them, I'd be feeling great because they already got what? One division win? Two division wins? They, they played the, the Saints. They got two already, right? They played the Saints last week. The week before that, they the beat Lions. The, the Lions. Lions. Um, yep. and and, the or was that week first, one? No, that was second week. And week one, they beat Minnesota. Okay. They got they got two division wins already. And and the rest of their division looks terrible. And their division is awful. I think awful. I might like to be the Chiefs because they just look great. And their division also is terrible. They it is. I mean, Broncos are are fighting for the number one overall pick. It's Broncos, Raiders, Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Well, the Raiders are gonna win some meaningless games. They, they they're not they're not as bad as they typically are. And No, they're better than awful. So setting yeah, they're, they're bar they're better real high there. Yeah. They're they're like pick eighteen through twenty-five in next year's draft. Eighteen through twenty-four. What is the playoff what do the playoff teams get? Twenty-five through thirty-two? So yeah, so they're like pick eighteen through twenty-four. Yeah, I think I would like to be the the Packers. I, I think the Bills obviously have the toughest because they have the Pats in their own division. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I don't think they should have won that. I know I'm I'm a little biased because after looking at my bets last week, I'm a little biased because I had the Rams beating them outright. But I don't think they should have won that game anyway. They have a much better offense. I like what Josh Allen's doing. He's Diggs. Diggs is great for that team. He looks good way more than he has in years past. Well, they're using him. They're using him as a number one. Um, still not quite sold on him, but he has looked better than I give him credit for. Bears are the shakiest three and O team that I saw, but you're three and O. You're three and O. Ah, the Bears are terrible. Seahawks three and O. All offense, no defense. Yeah, they're they're gonna be the uh, the fantasy darling of the year. You know, everybody on that offense is gonna have millions of points and then their defense is just uh, yeah they're fighting it is, with the falcons for that crown oh man the falcons that's so it's just so i can't believe that i had that blown two leads like that they could easily be two and one did they get they got crushed the first game right i can't i can't remember the falcons they, yeah uh the falcons was versus seahawks seahawks played a phenomenal game and felt they got crushed yeah, they yes, they were down, and then they threw up a bunch of garbage points at the end. It wasn't really that competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, they got they got crushed, and and they don't look like they were in the same division. They don't look like they're in the same tier as as Seattle is. But they they very easily could have won both those games the past two weeks. It's crazy. Yeah, you can't even that, you can't even strip that. That's twenty twenty in a nutshell. And yeah. to look back at 2020, let's take a look uh, real quick at last week's results. First down. First down. I mean, the story continues to be the public and the money because they continue to win. Last week, they were both 10-6. and six. 
dogs started to come through a little bit more as they that if you teased the dogs, you were twelve and six, and there were six money line underdog winners. Those being the Dolphins, the Bears, the Panthers, the Lions, Packers, and Chiefs. So you had a uh, bunch of money line money line dogs that came through last week. Teams continue to score a lot. Ten and six in favor of the overs last week. Fifteen and one if you teased those over unders down and took the over. Fifteen and one. That was the tease of the week. Was anything in that regard? Sharps are still struggling. They were five and eleven and five and eight when standing on an island. So basically, when the sharps are doing their own thing and nobody's with them, they were five and eight. So not good. Uh, halftime lead continues to be you know pretty much a lock. It was eleven and four last week with a halftime lead, and in games such as the Packers and the Bears, they were down at half. So you had a good money line bet there uh, if you didn't take it in the beginning because I think the Bears were. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I think they were down last week as well. Uh, underdogs, so obviously the, three. They were three th- points underdogs, right? So the odds increased yeah. toward halftime, and then they came through. But other than that, halftime leads are the way to go. And as for the two of us, Chris, you were good. You broke even at eight and eight, and me, on the other hand, it was uh, ah! just pain all around. Five and eleven. I felt like a sharp. I don't have the bankroll as a, of a sharp, but I sure as hell felt like one last week. So let's see what that does for the year. Year-to-date results. So with that terrible performance by me, that brings me to 50%. I'm 23 and 23, 500 if you will. Chris, you are doing much better, 25 and 21. Well, maybe not much better, but better. So you're around 54%. The real winners, like we said, tickets and the money, they tickets are 30 and 17. So the general public running at a 64% clip. The money is 28 and 18. So they're at a 61% clip. Other things to be noted from all the stats, Sharps really struggling on top of being 17 and 22 in their overall picks. When they stand on an island, they're 10 and 21. So if you see a sharp right now, it's either going to go one or two ways. They're either going to have a monster week this week or this trend continues and they just keep whiffing. Halftime leads 32 and 12. So games are pretty much over at the halftime for the most part. And then you have tees, the teases. Tees totals 70 and 26 overall. 73% of win percentage here with teases. As for the overs, that's where the teases are in total points. The teased overs are 40 and 8, 83%. So if you want to know something that's been winning this year, it's been teasing the overs down and taking them. And that's primarily, like we said, there's just been so much scoring. Over-unders, 30 to 18. Favorites and dogs, 24 and 23. Nothing else really sticks out. Home dogs haven't come through. They're 7 and 10 on the year. And that's really all I can see right there. Big road favorites. So when you see money coming in heavily on a road team in terms of either the general public or the money, they're 14 and 8. So a little bit of sway on that end, but not a whole lot. And that basically does it for all of the stats. What do you say we jump into this week's games, huh? You know it. All right, ready to roll. Let's go. Second down. Second down. So let's start off. First game. The big one. We had the Super Bowl last week. 
This is more like a, eh, you know, a conference championship game here. Chiefs hosting the Patriots. Chiefs at 3-0. Pats at 2-1. Chiefs favored by 6.5 in this one. Right now, it's a trifecta. Everybody is on the Chiefs. The Sharps are on the Chiefs. 62% of the tickets are on the Chiefs. And 92% of the money right now is on the Chiefs. Mind you, that might be a small amount of money, but 92% on the Chiefs. So, heading here into Arrowhead, who are you going to pick in this big AFC rivalry game? Or, not rivalry, but becoming one. The Patriots. You're going Pats on this, huh? Yep. I have heard a lot of sentiment to the same regard. Do tell, because this was almost a snap pick for me in the Chiefs. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not only am I picking the Pats, or, or here's here's the way I want to break it down. I believe that for the sake of argument in regards to this point spread, it's probably going to lean like 90, 90% of the population on the Chiefs, 10% on the Pats. But here's what I do know. Bill Belichick is probably the best in the league at destroying one player's game, right? So, so if it's Patrick Mahomes or if it's Tyree kill okay. or, or Travis Kelsey, he's going to take one of them away. Sure. I'm with right? you. It's just, it's just, it's just a guarantee. So once again, for sake of this argument, if he takes away Patrick Mahomes, which I believe he will do, then he is left facing a team that has to essentially use a, a rookie running back to beat up on his defense. I do not believe the Chiefs are going to be able to handle what Bill Belichick has in store. Not only do I believe that the Chiefs are not going to cover the spread, I actually am going to bet on the Pats to win this outright. Okay, so here is my counter-argument, and that would be, these are some of the things I've heard so far this week. Belichick, mastermind, game planner, Chiefs, short week, Patriots, run the ball real well, will control the clock, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. It's what the it's what the Chargers did. I'm trying to think, that was another thing that I heard was Chargers have already provided the game plan and they've had yep. several weeks to look at it now if they planned that far ahead. Yep. I see it a little bit differently. I see a the Patriots run the ball and they did have the one game two weeks ago where they threw the ball a ton and they did chew it up through the air, but primarily they're a run team. When, they're, when they are running the ball, they're primarily doing it with Cam. You, you can't keep that up in the NFL. I'm sorry, and especially not with Cam Newton. Not that he can't do it, but he's had a, a very in recent past uh, storied injury record. So you don't want to risk injury to him by keep pounding the rock with him. You just can't do it. It's fine to feature it in the first couple of weeks. But I imagine they were rolling it out in the first couple of weeks because they haven't really installed all of their game plans, their playbook, and they want to evolve that offense as time goes along. So, I don't think 
that that offense is going to be able to keep up with the Chiefs. So the question becomes, well, do they chew up the clock and then they with, by running the ball and then play defense and keep the Chiefs in check, like you said, by taking out one of their you know, two best options? Maybe, but this Patriot defense, remember, was so vaunted last year, lauded last year, and then all of a sudden they started playing good teams and they were terrible. They went right downhill, right? So I'm not sure that this Patriot defense is all that good. And now you're going to be asking them to stop a Chiefs offense that blew up the Ravens last week. Granted, the Ravens played in their hands a little bit. But I don't see the Patriots, A, being able to stop the Chiefs, especially on the road. And I don't see them being able to control the clock enough to try to limit that offensive firepower the Chiefs have. Okay, so... First week of the year, Cam Newton was exactly what you described. The second week of the year, he, he was threw the not. ball all over the place. He was not right. The third the- week, the third week of the year, Cam Newton was not the guy that ran all over the place. So he's not. I, I don't agree with you on that stance. He is very, very good, and he is their go-to at the goal line. That is true uh, for sure. He is. He is their go-to back, quote unquote. At the goal line. I don't think they're going to try and and have him do that against the Chiefs. I think they're probably going to use those little dump-offs. They're probably going to, uh, which apparently Kansas City, according to all the statistics and, and everything I've read, are not good against receiving running backs. So they're going to use Burkhead. They're going to use James White. Yes, James White, big factor coming back. They like to use him, and he's back in effect right now. Yeah, he is back. Right, so they're going to split it between those two. This isn't a Sony Michelle game. Sony Michelle sucks anyway, but this isn't a Sony Michelle game. Yeah, he game. got those two big runs last week, and that was I about know, it. I Juiced know. up and the everyone's stat. Like, and then everyone's the stat talk, book. Right, everyone's talking on fantasy. Are you going to start Sony Michelle this week? Like, no. No, nope, still No one's ever going to start Sony Michelle. So... Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a Burkhead and James White game, and and Cam might have a couple quarterback sneaks more towards the goal line. I, I the question is 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 what it's gonna come back to every single time throughout the week that you you hear about this game. It's gonna be what is Bill Belichick gonna do to stop Patrick Mahomes? Right? Is he gonna spy him? Is he gonna blitz him? Is he gonna play man coverage and just send you know all everybody else towards Mahomes? You know, is he gonna blitz him eighty percent of the game? Is that going to be the goal? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I believe that New England is way better than anybody gave them credit for before the year started. And this is the first time in 20 years that Bill Belichick's been playing the underdog almost every week. And he does very, very well when he's the underdog. I know. And there was a podcast I was listening to, I think today, Action Network. It wasn't the... It wasn't the, it was their, I forget which one it was. It was an Action Network podcast, and they were talking, I think Chris Raybon is the host of the one I'm referring to, and he was talking about some stats with Belichick as the underdog, and he was very good ATS, right? So you do have that going for you. I will throw in, remember, Spagnolo beat up on Belichick in the Super Bowl, so... Spags has a little bit of history here too. Yeah, 
Right. It's, so uh, and we're talking about him on a bunch of different podcasts and giving him so much credit uh, about who? last week. Spagnola about about what they did to the Ravens. No, I, like, like I said, it, like, I think the Ravens played into the Chiefs' hands a little bit in that game. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's what they did. I don't that know if I would say Spags was the guy that did that. Oh, and we're watching the game and the and the announcers continually showing how the defensive ends were eliminating Mahomes, uh, uh, um, uh, Lamar Jackson's ability to get outside the box. It was like, no, they didn't. That's what defensive ends do. They try and get around the end. That's why they're called defensive ends. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I don't listen to the games. I I don't listen to the games with sound on because I can't stand the announcers 75% of the time. Yeah. Well, I kind of like, uh, I know you're not going to like to hear this, but I kind of like Tony Romo. I, 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 He's I all right. Like, I, I, I like, like him. I think he adds he to the broadcast. Oh, he does. When he calls plays, it's unbelievable. It's almost like, how do you, I don't, the, why he's not a coach, I, you couldn't tell me. Like, he would be an amazing coach, but I, 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 less, I don't know. It takes up less time and you make more money being an announcer. Boom. There it is. It's all about one thing. Oh, back, back to the game. I will say this. If Kansas City can get through this game and they look as good as they looked against Baltimore, they have one game they could lose in the next 10 weeks. The only other game they might lose would be at the Bills, maybe at the Buccaneers. Those are going to be two tough games. That's it, man. They don't have another tough game until... New Orleans and Atlanta all the way at the last end of the season. It's crazy. They they could literally run the table all the way up until those games. Well, we'll see if they can run the table starting there at 4 o'clock in Arrowhead Stadium. But let's go now to Monday night in Green Bay. Packers 3-0 hosting the 0-3 Falcons, the lowly Falcons. Seven points here is the spread in favor of the Packers. 97% of the tickets right now on the Packers and 58% of the money. The squares, obviously, have picked the Falcons. Seven points. I guess a lot of points. I don't know where I fall on this one. I'm leaning Falcons out of the gate just because of the seven, and I'm afraid of a backdoor cover. That's exactly what's going to happen if they do. You would think, right? Because the Falcons, if they've done one thing at least through three weeks, it's score points. It's still warm there, too. 61 degrees. It's not cold. That, yeah. that, ruins, that ruins a passing offense in, the, in Lambeau. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes not. But again, uh, it's not a factor here. It's not a factor, right? Yeah. I, no fans. That's a huge factor at Lambeau Field. I look. You, I, I wanted to talk about these games because these are the two, two, the Pats game and and the Falcons game are the two underdogs, long long shot underdogs that I'm taking to win outright. I, I think the Falcons are going to get it right this week, but you know this was before Ooh, the get right I heard game. Cal- right I mean, get right game. I guess, but this was also be. I, I wrote this down and I picked this before. I heard Calvin Ridley was hurt because if they're down another guy now, that that makes this totally different. If Ridley's out and Julio Jones is limping on one leg and Russell Gage is out, what are they going to do? Who who are they going to 
who are they going to use? Yeah, again, the injuries are playing a huge factor in all of this, especially with a game like this where you have a 56.5 over under and you have a 7-point favorite. So just using those two numbers, you can see that the expectation is that this is going to be a high-scoring game. And the Packers obviously scoring more than the Falcons. Well, that was probably the most obvious thing ever said out of my mouth. However, point being, if the injuries come into play, I think this would definitely lean more toward the Packers and the unders. Because how much can the Falcons do being down so many effing people? It's almost ridiculous. I would tease both. uh, Like Part of my bets later on are, are teasing both of these up and going under. Right, Te- teasing the Falcons up and teasing the, I mean, you could you're going to win either way because I I, I uh, reality I think that the Packers are going to win, but I'm trying to get my the best bang for my buck, so I'm going to throw it out there to a team on a team the Falcons that should be two and one right now, not zero and three. So and as Vegas is showing you, it's only a seven and a half point spread for an zero and three team versus a three and zero team. So. You know, typically this would be like a 13-point spread if it was a 3-0 versus 0-3. And you mentioned the over-under, figuring that Alan Lazard's going to be hurt, Devontae Adams might not play, Julio Jones might not play, Russell Gage might not play, Calvin Ridley's now banged up. If there is something to tease up and go under, I think this 56.5 is a great number. It's the biggest line of the week, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It was as of when I did this. so And that was yeah. earlier today. We were recording this on Thursday night. So uh, these obviously might change between now and Sunday. However, on Thursday afternoon, it was the highest spread of the afternoon. Yeah, for sure. So Yeah, that's a, it's, it's a great bet because it, chances are they're not going to get to that. Unless it's just mayhem. You know, unless it just turns into a mayhem game where it's just punch for punch like it was last week between the Saints and the Packers. I am leaning to the Falcons as well here. However, the injuries scare me a little bit because if all of the wide receivers are injured, then I how do you expect the Falcons to stay in this game if the scoring goes up? So I'm not quite sure. Gun to my head, I'm picking the Falcons here, which you are as well, and you picked it, however, with an asterisk to win outright. Yep, you know it. But that's going to be a question mark now since obviously everybody's getting injured. So let's go. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Another four o'clock game. Bills heading into Viva Las Vegas and playing your Raiders. Bills 3 0. Raiders 2 1. Right now, Bills favored by three. Bills owning 80% of the money, 62% of the tickets. Sharps, obviously, going the other way, going with your Raiders. 53 points is the over-under. You think you're going to pull out a a win here in Vegas? So here's, so they're going to wind up starting, uh, Vegas is going to wind up starting Nelson Aguilar, Zay Jones, and Hunter Renfro as their starting wide receivers. Yeah, your wide receivers are all kinds of banged up. Yeah, everybody's hurt. They're they're all doubtful or on IR. So we have three healthy wide receivers. We don't even have backups that are healthy. So they're going to have to pull someone from the practice squad on on uh, Saturday. Who they're going to pull up yet, I don't know. But they're going to try and beat the three and O Buffalo Bills with Nelson Aguilar, Zay Jones, 
Hunter Renfro, I'll give credit. I love Hunter Renfro. I, I, I think he's going to be in the league for a really long time, and I think with the right he's quarterback. He's good at what he does, right? He's good at what he does, right? He's, he's great. He's your, your he, typical he, kind of slot possession receiver. He's Julian Edelman. Like, in, in, in 10 years, he'll probably be on the A little less dynamic, but Wayne Corbett, yeah. maybe? Wayne Corbett. Wayne Corbett. Okay. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And and then you know everyone's just going to try and shut down Darren Waller, right? Everyone, That's our whole offense. And he's banged up. And right. with the knee, he's he's okay. He, uh, so from what I'm hearing, he's he's okay. But the biggest fact of this game is, even though that's what the Raiders are starting, they're still three point underdogs. Yeah, I mean it should be more. Like what? We don't even have our starting safety. Strong safety is hurt. He has a broke a chipped collarbone. He's hurt. He's a monster, and I love him, and he'll be around for a long time too. But Damon Arnett is out. He's questionable, but he's going to be out. We have a free safety in Eric Harris who's who's kind of healthy. And then we start Trayvon Mullen. So what? How are, how is this going to – how are they going to stop I – I don't even go into this game. This is ridiculous. Why is it three-point spread? They obviously know something I don't know. I don't know. One of the arguments I've heard them speak of in regards to the Raiders is the Raiders run the ball really well, right? Bills have a little bit of trouble defending the run, and so they could, you know, do what the Bills don't do well. So in that regard, they could try to do what the Bills don't do well, run the ball, and try to get the victory through the ground. I don't see it. Again, I'm... What scares me is that I'm on the opposite side of the sharps a little bit, and I'm waiting for the sharp week to come through here. And because I'm, I'm always on the other side. Is there good value here with the Raiders? Well, home dog. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like it's a lot of points. Maybe this would be something that you could tease up to ten, and then take the Raiders and keep it under a two-score game. That might be something that works. But my gut here is that the Bills are the better team. They have the ability to go downfield, which the Raiders still don't. And I see a Buffalo cover here with the three. Yeah, this isn't even a... I I don't know what else to say. It really depends on how healthy... Both our inside linebackers. I mean, our our outside and our inside linebacker are both hurt. Speaking of which, I haven't watched last week. What's going on with Littleton? Big free agent signing, and his numbers aren't there. And I haven't, again, I haven't not seen the tape, so I don't know. The defensive schemes don't match, but it doesn't seem like he's playing well. No, they just the defensive schemes don't don't match what he's used to doing, like he was in uh, Los Angeles slash St. Louis. They just they had him in a much different role over there, and and here he's he's the weak weak side linebacker. I, if I'm not mistaken, they play a three four in Los Angeles, and in or, or the other way around four three, and um, in Oakland they play a three four. I I keep messing it up. It's Is okay, it, whatever. He, he, he's playing out of position versus where he was with the Rams. Correct. Yeah, I, I only see it through the numbers because I haven't, I had did not watch last week's, like I said, and it just doesn't look like his performance is up to par, especially with that contract that they gave him because they gave him some cash, 
and it's not really paying dividends now. So I'm going Bills. It sounds like you're with the Bills as well. Yes, I'm with the Bills. You're with the Bills as well. All right, so the, we, we doubled up there. So let's go to the last one we wanted to talk to, and that's going to be Cowboy Stadium. One and two boys. Browns are two and one. Cowboys favored by four and a half. General public and the money in on the Cowboys. 70% of the tickets, 79% of the money. Sharps obviously leaning Browns because that's what the Sharps did this week. I mean, they leaned against everybody uh, all throughout this docket. 56 is the over-under. Um, This is almost a snap Cowboy pick to me, which scared me because I, I've been hearing Brown sentiment. And from places that I respect, I don't see it because, to me, I like the Cowboys' pass rush. I don't like Baker Mayfield. I think that Baker Mayfield struggles anyway. If you force him to run, he's going to run regardless because he has to, maybe partly being short. However, if you force him to run, it adds to the problems he already experiences. The Cowboys love to stretch the field. They've got a great offense. So now you're going to ask the Browns to keep that offense in check, which nobody really has through three weeks. And then you're going to ask the Browns to play offense and keep up with that. And there's one thing I haven't seen the Browns do, and that is play a real solid offensive game. I Odell, I don't know what happened to him from the Giants to the Browns. Maybe it is he just hasn't been used appropriately, but he's such a bit player in this offense. Sure, Nick Chubb is great, but you're not going to be able to do Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry and keep up with the Cowboys here. To me, snap pick Cowboys. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. The Cowboys are very, I mean, their offense is incredible, and they're going to put up at least 30 points almost every single week. Uh, the Browns just don't have it. They just don't have it. it. This is another one of those games that I'm like, why is the spread four and a half? It's just kind of like the Bills and the Raiders. I just, I don't understand how it can be so low. The Cowboys have shown that they're a much better team than the the Browns, and I, the Browns just don't have enough firepower to to. They haven't proven it, like you said. They haven't they haven't put it all together through an entire game yet. I I I think this is an easy pick, man. I'm going with the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I do too. I just think four and a half is really low. And again, maybe this is the week that Vegas and the Sharps just mop up and everything that. I see is kind of like last week where it's just whiff after whiff after whiff and I get another 5-11 on the worst week. I'm not sure, but I'm seeing Cowboys right here. You're seeing Cowboys. And those really are the big four games that we were looking at. Why don't we take a look at the rest of the docket? Third down. Starting with tonight's game in MetLife Stadium, the 0-3 Jets versus the 0-3 Broncos, this is the game everybody has been lined up to watch. Right now, Sharps on the Broncos. Jets have the money coming in on them. Tickets also leaning toward the Broncos a little bit. Jets favored by one now, over under 41. Ugh, that's terrible. Not expecting a lot of points in this game. So, I'm going Jets. I just have to go with the home team and a quarterback who's not the third stringer. It's as simple as that. Hi, uh, how are you picking the Jets? 
The Jets are the worst. The Broncos are on their third string quarterback on the road. I'm taking Mark Rippin, bro. I'm going all Mark Rippin. Oh my God, you're going Rippin, really? And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. He's going to suck, but I just think that they have a, a better chance to produce some sort, some a semblance of an offense compared to the Jets. The Jets are horrible. Uh, good luck with that. As bad as they are, I'm not taking a third string. Yeah, this isn't even a game to talk about. Who cares? No. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Jets. So let's go to Detroit Lions. One o'clock outing here. Lions one and two hosting the one and two Saints. Saints favored by four. Home dog here as the Lions uh, are have sharp action on them, but everything else is on the Saints. The favorite, if you will, favored by four, 73% of the tickets, 90% of the money. I'm taking the Saints. I still don't believe in the Lions. They screwed me up last week by beating the Cardinals, although they needed two interceptions in that game to get that done. And as much as I think the Saints are hampered by Drew Brees and his performance, I still think they're good enough to win by more than four points in this one. Yeah, I, they're, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. Saints are, are a really weird team this year. They keep confusing me because there'll be drives when you look at them and you're like, oh, they're Super Bowl contenders. And then there's drives where you're like, wait, what is this team? This team is terrible. Yeah, they have not looked good. I, I do have to agree with you there. It's like when they put it together, they're unstoppable, but every other drive, they're, they're like the worst. And and this whole thing of slipping Taysom Hill in is like this, oh, this I am game so they, tired of that guy. This game they play of slipping him in there, and and how many times are they going to screw up and fumble? Uh, how many times does he have to screw up and fumble? Or can anyone or, show me the body of work that Taysom Hill has done that warrants him getting all of this playing time? It's crazy. I'm sorry. He's not a Michael Vick. He's not this crazy offensive weapon. He's Taysom fucking Hill. Yeah. I'm tired of it. That said, the Lions were dead in the water. Dead in the water up to last week. And then they pulled this bullshit win versus the Cardinals. And now all of a sudden, I've heard people talking like they could pull this one off. No thanks. Not for me. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. They they shouldn't have beaten the Cardinals. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals. The, the Lions are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Houston is next up. Texans 0-3. Remember the Houston Texans? They were in the playoffs last year. They also yeah. blew that uh, big lead to Kansas City. However, they are now 0-3, 4.5-point favorites at home versus the 0-3 Vikings. Another awesome game on the ticket. 63% of the Tech. Tickets coming in on the Texans. Sharps, obviously, leaning toward the Vikings. Who do you have in this one? I'm going Vikings. I, I think that they showed something last week. that They, they kind of are, are willing to use some of their new pieces, like Justin Jefferson. and um, I, they, looked, they looked much better. They looked like they were kind of putting it together a little bit last week. They, like, their defense is still horrible. But... I, I kind of like what I saw from them last week, and maybe this gets them the 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 motivation slash confidence they need to uh, to win a couple more games. And their defense is terrible, which is the reason that I'm going with the Texans here. You know, 
Deshaun Watson looked really good last week, I thought. And now you're asking a Vikings defense that is still on the men figuring things out to come up and stop a solid quarterback who played well last week on the road. Not going to happen. I'm taking the Texans and I'm taking the four and a half. So next game is going to be in Chicago. This one has me drooling. Bears on the road, 3-0. and Colts at home, 2-1. and Colts favored in this one by 2.5. 60% of the tickets on the Colts and 53% of the money on the Bears. Sharps, leaning Bears. Lions, Tigers, Bears, oh my. Are you going with Big Dick Nick and the Bears on the road? At home, that is. No. No, really? No, no. You don't like the you don't like the Colts. No, I, I I love the Bears in this spot. You'll see how much later. I I I just I Nick Foles looked really good, but he that's his role though. He comes in to games and like wins crazy games that nobody would ever have won except for him. But then you let him start the game like from the beginning. And and he's not going to save this team. With that said, I have faith that their passing offense will be a little better. But Tariq Cohen going down doesn't help. And I don't like the, the usage that they're giving Anthony Miller, who I had a lot of faith in to begin the year. Um, and Allen Robinson finally had a good game. But I, you think Nick Foles is that good? I'm going with big dick Nick here. I'm taking the Tigers. Bears. You're crazy. No, I'm taking the Colts. I'm taking the two and a half. Next up is going to be the Bucks. They are hosting the Chargers, favored by seven. Tickets on the Bucks, sharp money and big money on the Chargers in this one, probably because of the seven points. I like the Chargers in this one. Not because I like them to win. I just like them to keep it within seven. No. Oh, my God. They, lo- they lost to the Panthers. I mean, they did, but I picked the Panthers last week. Ugh, that's they went one. They went from one week looking like they were actually a competitive NFL franchise and almost beating the best team in the league to losing to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, reason for that though. I mean, they changed quarterbacks at the last moment before the game started. Big factor there. Maybe. I, we met. We talked about that last week. Maybe, maybe you're right, but no, I, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going with the Bucks. They, they seem like they, they are a very well put together defense mixed with. And that old, is true. Their, their, their defense is really good. Their offense is still kind of trying to figure it out, but Brady doesn't lose. Brady just doesn't lose, man. And, I and think seven. seven I think points seven is points is a lot of a lot of points, but you not so much. The next home dog on the docket, the Washington football team, underdogs by 13 and a half versus the Ravens. Uh, the tickets, money on the Ravens, obviously the Sharps went Washington. I don't know how you go Washington. That's so here. stupid. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. But I, I don't care if this spread was 20. I would, I would take the Ravens. Yeah, I'm not they're talking probably, about. They're probably going to win by 30. Yeah, I'm not talking about the Washington football team that long. I'm picking the Ravens. This was a snap pick in my regard. Yep. I don't care about the 13 points. Washington is awful in a lot of regards, and even though they have a, a good front seven, I Chase Young is hurt. It's not worth talking. Ravens. Next up, Panthers hosting the Cardinals. Cardinals screwing up my whole ticket last week. 
Right now, they own the public at 72% of the tickets. Panthers have big money and the Sharps on them. I'm leaning Cardinals in this one because I'm not going to get off the Cardinal bandwagon just because they had one shoddy loss versus the Lions last week. I watched that almost that entire game, and for some reason, Kyler Murray, he was like shook. He, he just he looked shook. He was throwing the ball with hesitation. I don't know what happened, what changed from week one and two to three, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm hoping that he gets back on track. And I, look, this this should be if they won last week, this this spread would probably be six. Right. And but it's not. And the, and the, the, the Panthers beat the Chargers and they lost to the Lions. But I'm with you. They should smoke this team. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I mean, three points is basically they just have to win. It's on the road, yeah. but uh, I have way yeah, more faith matter. in the Cardinals and the offense than the Panthers. Although there is the question bar of DeAndre Hopkins and an injury, but I'm still going Cardinals here. As are you. Well, Buda, ba- Buda Baker's out too. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really phase me. Bengals no. hosting the Jaguars. Bengals favored by three right now. They have the sharp action, but. Everything else is on the Jaguars. Jaguars kind of threw me off last week. They played so poorly. I'm picking the Bengals in this one because I feel like it's just going to be a shootout. I think both defenses stink. And if Burrow is going to throw 60 times in a game, I'm going to give him this win. <laughs> he has 100 passes in the past two weeks. It's insane. Uh, Looks no, great. I'm going, I'm going opposite you. I, I won with the Bengals last week, but I don't think... They're there yet, and I think the Jaguars are, are going to make up for the loss last week. I, I, no reason other than I think that Gardner Minshew and that kid James Robinson, or is it James Robinson? The running back. Yep. I, I think that they'll uh, they have a much better offense than they than they showed last week. They are a bad team. I, I don't don't get me wrong, but the Bengals are a bad team too. This is a terrible game. Terrible game. Shark shark coming back might play a factor in a little bit. I'm just going to shoot out, and I think Bengals get it at the end. That's exactly what's going to happen, and I'm going Jags. Florida will be the location of our next game. Six-and-a-half-point home dog Dolphins going off against the Seahawks. Everybody's darling team this year. Seahawks, 79% of the tickets, 75% of the money. Let Russ cook at six-and-a-half points. It's wild. I'm going Dolphins. I am too. But it's just, it's wild that we're even talking about this after what Seattle's shown so far. I, I don't know why I like the Dolphins. I just, they are a gritty team. And that that game last week might have given them a lot of confidence. And I, 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 I just like them because the Seahawks defense is not good. It's awful. It's not good. You don't have Jamal Adams. You got Fitzmagic at home. It's and awful. I like but, Brian Flores as a coach. I don't think Brian Flores is going to get blown out at home here in this spot. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you, man. They're I, expecting I, some done. scoring, too. 53 and a half is the over-under. I, I don't think... If the Dolphins cover the spread, it's going to be in the, in the last six minutes, three, four minutes of the game. You know, like, I think they're going to... It's going to be like a back-end uh, cover. I, I just I don't I don't see it I don't I don't see the, the Seahawks covering I'm with you Dolphins nor do I so let's go to Los Angeles I don't even know if we want to talk about this game Rams versus the Giants Rams favored by 13 points 
general public all over the Rams, uh, sharps and and money on Giants. I'm taking the Rams. I'm not even thinking about it. Giants screwed me last week. I watched all three of their games. They're terrible, and they're not going to know what hit them this week with the Rams offense. Yeah, I, I'm done betting on the Giants. I, I can't pick them anymore. They, That's it. I, I, I'm with the Rams. I, they, they, they suck. The Giants suck. Jets might be the worst team in football. The Giants are not far behind. Yeah, they're so, second or third. That leaves just one game left, and that's going to be a 4 o'clock game. 49ers at home versus the Eagles. Seven points in favor of the 49ers. 49ers also have the money and the tickets on their side. Sharps have not leaned one way or the other. 46 is the over-under here, so they're not expecting a ton of points. I'm kind of leaning the 49ers because the Eagles and Carson Wentz have been so bad. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you. I, I don't care who starts for the 49ers, who's their quarterback, who's their running backs, who's their tight end, or who their wide receivers are. It doesn't matter. The Eagles are awful. They might be just as bad as the Jets or the Giants. And and my bold prediction, Carson Wentz won't be that quarterback next year. Won't be their quarterback next year. Oh, okay. Now we're now we're giving out future predictions. So find that on a on in a bookie and Bank on that. Carson Wentz, not the quarterback next year. And that'll bring us to our picks. Fourth down. Now, we both whiffed last week. You had that one tease where the Chargers screwed you up. All they had to do was win, and they ended up losing at home to the Panthers. And then I whiffed because the Cardinals basically did me in. I had a a nice Pats, Colts to win, Panthers to win, and the Cards to win, and the Cards got smoked. Your other parlay was shot right out of the gate. Rams lost, Cowboys lost, Packers won. That would have been good, though. Uh, But that didn't come through. So that leaves us... At a balance for Chris of eight fifty two, so you're down about one hundred and fifty bucks, and I still got about four hundred bucks there in the kitty to play with. So, what are you going to do this week? All right, so <clears throat> I got to make some money back. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to go back to the well, and I am going to use the Falcons in a money line twenty five dollar parlay. I believe they are not only going to cover that spread, but they are going to beat the Packers on Monday Night Football. I'm going to mix that with the Patriots beating the Chiefs outright. And then to kind of hedge my bet in a game we were just talking about, I'm going to bring the Hawks, the Seahawks spread down to the money line and hope they just win you know, by by a little bit, they can win by you know, even, you know, just a field goal. That's all they need. And I'm going to bet 25 bucks on those three money line bets to pay out 430. I'm also going to take those three teams and I'm going to. So you're tease taking them. the the Falcons, Pats to win, and the Hawks to win. Yep, all gotcha. three to win outright. Then I'm going to mix those three and I'm going to use that in a fifty dollar tease to bring the Hawks down to 0.5, the Pats up to. Plus 12 and a half, 13, wherever you get it. And the Falcons up to plus 12 and a half or 13, whatever, whatever you're getting it at. So I'm going to do a money line with those three. And then I'm going to mix it with a $50 tease to pay out 130. Okay. And then I'm going to do a $25 five team tease to pay 120. 
Okay. I'm going to bring the bu- the Bucks game down to one. Okay. I'm going to bring the Ravens game down to seven. Uh huh. I'm going to bring the Cards onto the other end of the line, which I hate doing. I'm crossing over, and the Cards are going to get three. Okay. The Rams. I'm going to bring that down. Yep. To six to six and a half. I'm with you. And if I can win those first four, I'm going to hope and pray on Monday Night Football. I'm going to bring the Falcons up to 13 to complete my five-team $25 tees to pay 120 Okay, so what was the last one? You're going to bring what up to what? The Falcons up to 13 Okay, Falcons to 13 So I'm heavy on the Falcons this week. Heavy. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but okay. remember, I, I did all this before... With the, with the assumption that Jones was going to play and Ridley was not hurt. Yes, as we so, said, there have been new injury notifications throughout the afternoon into this evening. Right, and this will change. These bets will change by the weekend if uh, we hear that Ridley's out. Okay. Well, I here's what I'm going to do with mine. I am going to do uh, a parlay. I'm going to do a three team parlay. The Chiefs, which I love, six and a half points. Bears to win outright. Bucks just to win. And that's going to be 50 for 268. Then I'm going to add on another team onto that parlay. So then I'm going to put the Cowboys just to win. And I'm going to go 50 for 388. So basically, I'm taking two correlated parlays here Chiefs, Bears, Bucks. And then adding in the Cowboys, and altogether that's about a hundred for six fifty six. Now the the thing I like about this is that if the Bears and the Bucks win, as do the Cowboys, I have the Chiefs at six and a half as a hedge option. So basically, I'm doing a three team and four team money line parlay with this other spread bet within that I can hedge should the one o'clock games work out. I, yeah, I mean, it, it juices your odds dramatically. It's just a lot harder to do. Yeah, I I, I mean, it's just, I, I like those because I like the Chiefs and basically the Bears to win, Bucks to win, Cowboys to win. I just like those three teams and they got to win. Bears are the question mark because they're the dog, but I like them in this week versus the Colts. My tease, I'm doing Chiefs, Rams, Bears. I'm taking the Chiefs down to two and a half. I'm taking the Rams down to seven and a half and I'm taking the Bears down to two and a half. And then I'm doing that $25 for $115. To make it a four-team tease, I'm actually going to take the Ravens-Washington over-under, and I'm going to tease that up and take the under. So currently, they're at 45. I'm going to make that 51 and go under because I just don't think there's going to be 51 points worth of scoring in that Ravens-Washington game. So that I'm going to put 25 for 174. So in total with my teases, the two correlated parlays are 50 for 288. So that brings me to 150 for the week. And I want one more little piece that I can bring up the total expenditure here to 200. So I'm doing an over-under parlay. And I'm basically just taking the two lowest scoring over-unders and taking the overs. So it's Jets Broncos at 41, Bucks Chargers at 43, and I'm just doing 50 for 182. I'm not thinking about it. All I'm saying is that teams are scoring this year. So that being the case, I'm just looking at the two unders. 
The Jets, Broncos, yeah, question marks because their offense stinks, but their defense stink too. So that being the case, I could see them scoring over 41 points. Bucks, Chargers, yes, the Buccaneers' defense is good, which may, could make this problematic. However, Chargers have thrown a monkey wrench into Week 2 versus the Chiefs, and I could also see them adding to a 43 above total. So that's what I'm doing. That's going to be 50 for 182, and those will be all of my bets for the week. Now, do you have a survivor pick this week? I, You know, after looking at this again and after talking, I, I probably am going to lay a little money on the over-under of the Falcons and the Packers. I really, I, I, I think that's, that's such a, a drastic over-under for a game that c- could play out with none of the stars. That could be a really good under, but I, I, yeah, I'll have to see who plays and who doesn't. We'll have to see uh, uh, as the weekend progresses who, who's injured and who's practicing and so on and so forth. But back to your uh, question. Yeah, so... Survivors. I'm. I'm going to go with one of the games we talked about in the beginning. I'm going to go with the Bills. I. I just. I don't. I don't foresee them losing that game. Okay. It's, I'm going it, Rams. You're going Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go Bills. And then for my knockout, I'm going with the Washington football team. Are you I, finally taking Washington? Okay. Yeah. I feel so good about that Chiefs game. I'm taking the Pats. So that's doing. That's my knockout. And then the final part of this segment, which will be a new addition here. Pretending like we're in the super contest. There's another podcast that does this. Doesn't matter. A lot of podcasts do it, but give me your five best picks as though we were in the super contest fighting for the million dollars or whatever it is. Right. So I'm, I'm going to start off with the saints. I, I think that's a joke. I, I don't think that's actually like a, uh, going to be as, as close of a game as Vegas predicts it to be. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay. At minus seven. I'm going to go with the Ravens at okay. minus 13. I'm going to go with the Cardinals at minus three. Okay. And then I'm going to take the other massive spread of the Rams minus 12 and a half. Oh, okay. You're liking these big spreads this week. Well, uh, I did at least one pick similar to you. I am also taking the Cardinals. However, outside of that, I am going to be taking the Chiefs going in against the Patriots. I'm taking the Bills facing off against the Raiders. I'm taking the Bears because I like them to outright win, so I'll take them with the points. And then finally, my fifth pick, I'm taking the Jets. (laughs) I'm taking the Jets minus the one at home tonight. You are ridiculous. I am, but that's... What I got, I like it. I think all they got to do is win at home. So those are my five. Those are your five. That does it for all of our picks. That does it for the docket. And we'll see if uh, I can at least get back in the win column here, and if you can keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> Talk to you same time next week. You got it. All right. Peace out, dude. Adios. <laughs>